Monday Meditation September 11, 1978 LL Research Channeling Hatan We begin with Carla Channeling and it appears that the recording begins midway through the channeling session which is known to this instrument as the chamber. As the sea creature grows, he becomes too large for his previous shell and creates for himself a larger one. And when, in the course of time, he again grows, he then creates a larger shell, and so on in a beautiful and unending spiral until such time as he has no need whatsoever for any physical vehicle, the consciousness having left his form. Then, my friends, all the shells are empty, having served their purpose. There are two distinct stages to the development of your mental vehicle. In the first stage, it is primarily important that you constantly be aware that in each situation there is freedom, and you are not iron-bound by any restrictions from the outside. In order to fashion this awareness, it is in this stage necessary that you construct for yourself the larger mental shell, the larger home in which to grow. Each time that you find that a situation is impressing you as limiting or difficult, it is time for inner work, my friend in which you explore and discover the larger and the most spacious mental atmosphere that is necessary for your balance. There is a certain point in your development when you will find that you do not need the shell at all, but instead, in the vulnerable body of consciousness, you may swim out into the waters of the universe and merge with all that there is. In that moment, my friends, you will have discovered that there is no need for any vehicle whatsoever, for all things are one. And as your home is the universe, and as all things are one, no protection is necessary. We are aware that this second stage is, for the most part, a very distant goal. And yet, we wish you to know that it does exist, and that within it is a larger reality, which in good time will supersede the limitations and the difficulties of your present state of consciousness. Meanwhile, enlarge your shell, my friends, through meditation. Let contemplation open yourself within, for the world without only seems to press in upon you. In reality, it's pressing upon itself, and you are free. We are enjoying this contact, and find that transfer of information is very smooth at this time. We would like to leave this instrument now, and use the instrument known as N. I am Hatan. Channeling. I am Hatan. 
Unfortunately, the rest of N's channeling is inaudible. Carla channeling. I am with this instrument, and again I greet you in love and light. At this time, if you have a question, I would request that you ask it. Questioner. Hatan, hi, it's been a while. I've been reading a book in which it states that a man named Timothy Leary has said that the discovery of the DNA was a very, very important scientific and spiritual discovery. I wonder if you could comment on its importance or non-importance. Hatan, I am with the instrument, and I greet you, my brother, and prefer that we are never away from you as you think of us and question our existence, yet always send us your love. We always send you ours, and we never question your existence. Questioner, laughing, I guess I owe you one. I don't really question your existence. I question your form. Hatan, I am with the instrument. That, my brother, is a separate question. We will attempt to answer the question on DNA, for it is an interesting one, and indeed central to an understanding of the essential nature of evolution. For evolution is of a unitary nature, and is not physical as opposed to metaphysical. For all things function in a certain way, which is the way of shall we say, the broken circle or the spiral. When the Creator sent all things in darkness to begin the great trip back to Him, He defined the infinite circle, and yet, as we climb from cycle to cycle, we seem to be moving, and indeed, we are moving within the parameters of what we may call the spiritual journey. But at the end of the journey, you will find that we have been describing not a spiral, but a circle. To understand the building block of your physical vehicle is to begin to get a model also for the building blocks of the journey towards the light. We begin to see that which is physical as an extremely complex but completely understandable and programmable series of bits of information which are capable of reduplication and progression in space and in time. That which is programmable is reprogrammable, and so evolution on a physical level has its existence. It is a simple truth to realize that the nature of your spiritual journey, of the journey of your star system, of the journey of your galaxy, and of the journey of the universe as you know it, progresses along the same series of programmable and reprogrammable cycles. What your scientists have not yet discovered is that there is a purpose behind the existence of consciousness, whether it be the consciousness of a cell, the consciousness of a being, of a race, of a star system, of a galaxy, or of a universe. 
without the understanding of this purpose, those of your scientific community who deal with the genetic and that which is called recombinant research may act irresponsibly. And yet, this has been done before, and its consequences and planetary karma have been reaped. And yet, my friends, the cycle goes on. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Actually, no, not fully. I do understand what you are saying, and I appreciate it. What I was thinking was that DNA is sort of like the cosmic telegraph office between the message of the Creator and the cells of our body. And that, I was also thinking one night, in a somewhat questionable visionary state, that the DNA, that the message coming through DNA, is also better than juvenation and allows the basic drive of reproduction rather than just the creation of a cell. It would also have, sort of within a telegraph office, we deliver the message to create the DNA mind and the personal and drives. Is that correct? Hatan. I am with the instrument. That which is DNA is a blueprint for the construction of the vehicle. Those drives which are part of the vehicle, that is, those of hunger, reproduction, desire for oxygen, and other necessary functions of the vehicle are blueprinted by DNA. However, that which makes a being a being is not DNA-oriented, but rather is within the, shall we say, eternal nature of this spirit or soul which inhabits and animates the actions of this vehicle for the time in which that vehicle will remain viably conscious on the physical level. Now, there are, shall we say, blueprints which are the counterpart of DNA on the eternal or spiritual level. Questioner, what about the mental level? Hatan, that which is mental is a matter of programming as you no doubt are aware from what you have said, and can be reprogrammed. And this is what we were attempting to say about DNA itself. As the vehicle slowly follows evolution of a species, so your mind can be more rapidly reprogrammed by your conscious direction of will in the appropriate circumstances. However, that which is eternal within you and which is related not to a day-to-day -day activity, but to the personality, which expresses itself in a timeless and instant vibration at all times, is not being fully reprogrammed by a mental reprogramming, but is influenced over many lifetimes and many experiences. However, a serious and concentrated effort in one incarnation can gradually make a distinct change in the vibration of the being. In fact, at any moment, if your will and desire were strong enough, you could instantly change your eternal being. 
it is simply that the instant of will and perfect desire are not easily come by. Questioner. Doesn't that will and desire already influence the genetic message? And isn't it... See, what I am trying to get at. It appears to me that people have genetic malfunctions in their bodies that would be karmically imposed genetically from... The genetic message delivered by the soul says, Ah, this is karma. Hatan. Let us separate theories of karma from the genetic structure of a physical vehicle. May we say first that each case of incarnation is individual, and not all genetic malfunctions are due to what is known to your peoples as karma. However, if a soul is reliving karma by a certain situation which he chooses, he does not form a physical vehicle with that genetic imbalance but rather chooses a physical vehicle which already has that imbalance. The imbalance itself is guided by the rules of DNA in a random combination. The parents of a particular physical vehicle might, by meditation, cause the randomness of DNA selection to be less random. However, this is due to the action at a distance a fact of the mind upon physical particles, such as the spermatozoa and ova. The soul and its philosophical nature must not be considered to be interacting with the physical DNA genetic code prior to incarnation. The soul chooses the vehicle which best suits it. Questioner. Is that the secret of longevity, and perhaps even immortality, or a long life of the body? A conscious, spiritual meditation, or of the spiritual mind and the DNA genetic code? Hatan. That which is long life is desired by some among your peoples. But in your present vibration, it is not truly desirable. There will come a time when longevity is natural. Efforts to precede this natural moment by means of scientific and technological advances may perhaps be fascinating and inspiring to your peoples. However, when longevity is a desirable tool which you may use to good effect, learning and growing throughout a longer incarnation the exterior vibrations will of necessity have, shall we say, ameliorated, and wars and violence and other negative aspects will have lessened in their impact on the planetary vibration. The efforts of single individuals to have lives on the planet which do not take into account the utter negativity of the planetary vibration are lives which, shall we say, are those of a hermit and may not be as rewarding to the progress of the soul. However, we realize that we are not addressing ourselves to your question, but it is not a question that we can answer simply. Questioner, are you saying that 
it would just as much behoove us not to spend a great deal of time, say, maybe even trying to communicate or inaudible with our genetic code. That would be pretty much a waste of our time at this point. Hatan. Our basic feeling is that those who work in this area are great pioneers, and as their work is perfected, it is greatly hoped that that golden age which your planet so richly deserves may come to pass, and all things will come in good time. However, while those who are working in this area continue, we have noticed that the planetary vibration itself becomes perhaps a little darker, perhaps a little brighter, but basically the same, and our basic suggestion is that to help the planet grow is at least as desirable an activity as to help in an esoteric understanding which cannot be fully used until it can be used by all. Questioner Well, I thank you very much. As usual, I have more questions now than what I started from. I do appreciate it. Hatam we thank you for allowing us to share our thoughts with you. Is there another question? Questioner. Inaudible. Hatan. I am aware of your question, my sister. First, let us elucidate the question for the one known as Ra, for his description of longevity as we understood it included not nearly a long life as we now know it, but that which you would term an impossibly long life, such as one which would span two centuries or more. And indeed, we enjoy a longer life than you by many centuries, for our whole sense of time and space have changed as we have entered new vibratory patterns. Now, secondly, let us address ourselves to your question of a normally long life being perhaps not desirable. May we say to you that lives, as you know them, whether long or short, by any standards, are in a certain pattern which you have chosen before you enter into the pattern. As a result of going from the beginning to the end of this pattern, your spirit hopes that it will have learned certain lessons, and thus have improved and defined the vibration which is its essence in the sphere of eternity in which all of you truly glow. When one contemplates and then does that which is known as suicide, one cuts short before the natural end of the time of learning, and more often than not, the lessons which that soul had hoped to learn, had not been learned. Consequently, it is often so that rather than alleviating karma, the action of taking one's life adds more karma to the burden which is already carried and which you are trying to discharge by the expression which is the lifetime which you are now living. Thus, when you re-enter incarnation, you have not only the original lesson to relearn, but an additional severity to that lesson 
which is brought on by that pain which you have caused to those who you have previously left. Many times, this type of karma is alleviated by the total forgiveness of those whom you have hurt. However, it is simply desirable to live until it is time for your lesson to be through, for your burdens to be laid down. It is a truism, we are aware, but we must repeat that you are not given those things which you cannot bear. Thus, working through what is difficult when you finished with a lifetime at its natural end, whether it be short or long, you can then go on and learn other, perhaps more agreeable lessons in other, perhaps more agreeable spheres or vibrations. If you may think of your existence as having a natural rhythm and an ongoing purpose, perhaps it will be easier for you to understand that suicide, as you call it, is a stoppage of that rhythm in an arbitrary manner. Instead, it is desirable to proceed with the rhythm of your existence, always seeing the many lessons that are about you and letting the realization of love flow into you from the Father. If you can keep these realizations before you, your life in this realm and all others will be enjoyable and fruitful. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Yes, thank you. Hatam. We thank you, my sister. Is there another question? I am with you. Please, my friends, know that the love of the Father flows throughout the cosmos on the winds of all the universe to you, through you, from you. I am Hatan. I leave you in that love. Adonai Vasu Boragas. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the 